0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Nerd Herd Comic Book Club, your number one stop for stellar reviews of volumes, arcs, or stories that us or yourselves choose. You can find us live every Wednesday on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and the replay on all podcast networks. Take a seat, get yourselves and your opinions ready, as it's time to join the herd. But first, please put your hands together for your hosts, Shane. Phil,
1: and Scott, as they kick off this week's discussion. Hello, and welcome to what is sure to be another exciting episode of the Nerd Heart Comic Book Club. It's Wednesday night. Where else would you rather be on a Wednesday night than here live on YouTube? Lost three fine folk. How are we all? Um, I am, of course, your host is Ethan Phil, which means you're guaranteed a good book. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not arrogant <laughs> i, I suggested in fact i am joined of course by uh scott
0: all right how's it going
1: and shane oh so the book we have read and we will be talking about this evening is fantastic four full circle and it is written drawn and colored by alex ross with a bit of help from a guy called josh johnson so but Alex Ross is going to take the mantle on this, no, no doubt. Um, this is actually a, uh, which I believe is a new venture. This is Marvel and Abrams comics coming together. Um, just kind of showcase. I'm assuming just the artist itself. Um, and I actually have the hardcover himself. and it's like the magazine size books. It's quite different than the normal average comic book. But uh, I'd imagine because these two companies together want to do something a little bit different, and let's say showcase some Marvel. Marvel, less art. Um, yeah. Let's see who we have in the chat this evening live. We have Lewis Deacon, who is in Howdy Doody. How's everyone doing? The Funky Gibbons and Howdy Ho. We have Martin, even all. Who's feeling fantastic? Us all. We are all after reading and looking at this. I think we all are. Yes. Um. Don't forget I am in the chat, Phil. Okay. Does that, does that mean that it's four to ten tonight from uh, me. From- <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's because you being so bullshy about it being your pick yeah. so he's there to take you down a peg this, this is true
1: um <laughs> but he listen we know Liam score it's going to be a four to ten he scores all my books are four
0: <laughs>
1: but who knows uh kevin is here it's a it's clobbering time and we have sam taylor hey and hi y'all hi, hi buddy. so yeah um fantastic good group, group, of, group, group of guys today yeah, it is. As always. As always. As it is every week, of course, you're right, yeah. Um. Yeah, so this book, a Synopsis, is... What was the story about? I, I, I'm so enthralled by the art, I can forget the story. Uh, yeah, so the Fantastic Four, they have a visitor and an intruder at their home, um, and it's some sort of... what's well, a familiar, familiar face from the past, which is their body has been used as a shell that I can have this mega life, this kind of... You know, life force from the negative zone. Uh, that, of course, entices uh, Mr. Fantastic to go see what it's all about. He visits the neg- negative zone and he is faced with a, uh, a familiar face of his, but like a, a someone who he thought was dead, not dead, is dead. And then, obviously, um, deals with this familiar face who's the guy who was in the vessel, the body, who I mean, now lives in the negative zone. And uh, yeah, I mean, not really doing the story justice but i think it's because i think the story was second to what the book actually is about the story's more like a vessel i can showcase this amazing art but yeah that that's the fantastic four and all their glory we've got a bit of jack kirby influence here i think as well and Mm -hmm. uh yeah what uh what 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 do i think scott do you want to Help me out the eight here because I'm struggling. Sure I, have- I know. I know. Um, I was just about to say the the Jack Kirby
0: side of things. Uh, I definitely got that vibe, specifically with the costume at the end for that guy uh, mm-hmm. who was living was living on normal Earth and now is living on Nega Earth. Yeah, the, yeah, that name threw me off as well. Um, but yeah, um, the the costume, yeah, very Jack Kirby esque, and the city that they visited, yeah, on Nega slash Positive Nega Earth. Um, but yeah, um, you know, obviously, you see the name Alex Ross, and instantly, like your brain lights up. Because you're just like, I'm going to see some great stuff. Like, whatever it is, I don't care. You know, he could draw, he could redraw the Hungry Caterpillar, and I would love <laughs> looking at it because <laughs> because he's just a fantastic artist. But correct me if I'm wrong, I think, Phil, you told me last week that this was drawn, not
1: painted, like his usual yes. stuff. Is that right? Yes, yeah, so I've been quite, I was critical of Alex Ross in the past when it comes mm. to his painted sequential art, which I I find it's quite static. Um, this is slightly different. still yeah. his art style. You can tell it's his, but it's drawn um, in the kind of usual um, comic book style with pencils and stuff. So it's not painted art, which is yeah. good. Yeah, and it was awesome. Like,
0: uh, it was a cool story. Really interesting story. Um, I mean, I'll save that for the writing later. But initially, um, visually stunning. You know, it's 66 pages long. If anyone's yeah. in the now and they haven't read it, We've uh,
2: got time before the show finishes to finish it and come back and give us <laughs> a <it your>
0: score. <laughs> Definitely, mate. It's yeah, it's it's a really good uh really good and concise and visually stunning book. Yeah. Those fair. are
1: my initial thoughts. Yeah.
0: Just before she and sorry,
1: just before I interrupt you want to say hello to Connie, and up nerds. And Kevin is actually saying this is what the MCU should look like. No. I think the cosmic element, certainly this is fine oh, yeah. cosmic looking, you know?
2: yeah oh imagine if the uh guardians of the galaxy looked like this last week oh, I... yeah.
0: oh yeah but mcu oh. we're talking about mcu now you know like i yeah. couldn't watch a two-hour film in this kind of color scheme it cooked me <laughs> oh like, yeah it would are wreck a... my it's brain too psychedelic yeah <laughs>
1: That's like, the it's I've like what i got written but... down i think it's too sweet that like you can't have too much of a good thing so is do is yeah. you mean like that kind of thing okay yeah just yeah yeah
2: I mean, before they go to the negative zone or the negative universe, whatever it was, um, the art there was just—gosh, yeah. the faces are so beautiful. The body proportions—there's nothing there that shouldn't be. You know, no crooked, you know, no head to the side, no twisted body. Everything is in proportion. The man knows. Even what's Mr. Doing, Even Mr. Fantastic. Is he in
0: proportion? <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> disproportionate man is in proportion.
2: Well, I did like like the start of it when he comes out and he's getting dressed and Sue's yeah. like, what's happening? And they're like, why are you invisible? <laughs> oh. oh, gross. <laughs> <That's> gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was
1: fun.
2: But it was just nice to read a complete story. You know, for mm-hmm. once, a start, a middle and an end. It just was a nice compact story that you can sit down and read and you put it down and you're like, I finished it i've actually finished a story and that felt maybe, so satisfying maybe we should do a graphic novel month
0: you know maybe. like we have our themed months maybe we should do a graphic novel month we're just there's like a standalone graphic yeah. oh, yes just that'd one be wonderful uh, that'd be cool yes yeah, i'm down just, for that cool anyone else in the chat let us know
1: <laughs> and the thing is i don't want to touch too much on the story itself but i want to ask scott that's cause... There's probably more chance of she had known some stuff about fantastic four than scott did yeah. you know anything about this character before Like, have you heard like but this, did you feel like you were missing out on something beforehand with this no okay no and i
0: wanted to talk about this in the writing section but okay. naturally i talk about it now that and that's fine um yeah is this is a book and it's simple enough for new readers to pick up um mm-hmm. as long as you know who the fantastic four are the, the core team then there's not a problem, I didn't think, in my opinion. A lot of the stuff was explained, even though it was explained very quickly. You know, we have to remember this is a 66-page book, or less than that, content-wise. But um, this, uh, what am I trying to say? Yeah, I picked it up really easily. I, you know, I read along, I I understood what was going on. They didn't waffle on, they didn't you know, lose too much real estate in the comic that they had planned out filling me in mm-hmm. on what they needed me to know for me to understand the prior relationships or whatever with this these other characters. Um, yeah. Honestly, not a problem.
1: Um, with the art, uh, obviously we spoke we, we're, 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 we're quite highly of it. Was there any stage where you thought this one page maybe wasn't as good as the others? You know what I Like we've said off air, like whenever we're picking a page to show this week, you could literally open the book, plant your finger at any page, and pick that. Do you literally yeah. think that's that level? There's not one page that would maybe just isn't quite <laughs> up to par. I mean, that no. could have been the challenge. We should have set. Yeah. We
2: should have each found the worst page in this book. You know, that would have been harder to do than pick a great page.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, could, I can't no, think of any. I'm just having a quick flick through now, and I'm like, you could frame that. You could frame that. You could frame that. <laughs> Apart from that one page where it's literally black. Uh, when they, when oh, yeah, they get there you go. Out. That's the worst <laughs> yeah. one. The yeah. page with no art on it. <laughs> Artless page. Um, yeah, but no, yeah, totally stunning book and great. Ah, fantastic and awesome. Do
1: you think this is something then? Because, in my opinion, I think the art kind of overshadows the story. Um story was okay, but the art's the main winner for me here. Yeah. Is like, this something you want to see more of? Like do you want to see more of these Marvel arts uh, you know collaborations with Abrams and try and get more artists to do things like this, but not care so much for the story. It's more this show this showcase your art style.
0: Yeah, like I feel like I'm assuming this story isn't like
1: canon. Or you know what I mean? It's not I, I would say it is only because it's not it's so in to every it doesn't impact anything so yeah, it's just right. it's just them in the baxter building and just go to a little adventure and then come back you know yeah I think, like I think i think yeah i think kind of guessing you're going to go with this is that if it was something that was canon it would have to be a bit of a better story to fit in and then maybe a yeah. the case of the story overtakes the art
0: and, that's, you know. and that, that is a little bit how I felt reading this. It's like, okay, Alex Ross, you know, he must have read through a lot of Fantastic Four material and gone, I could fill this hole. You know, like, this hole may not, may have never existed, but he's like, I could just fill out or flesh out this little bit. Um, yeah, and that's totally, that's totally what it felt like. But, you know, I'm not detracting from the point that this is a decent and good and fun story, you know, I've never read anything about the negative zone, so it was new for me and interesting. Um, but yeah, but uh, I'm trying to think now. If this was drawn... I'm trying to think. I don't want to say an artist less than Alex Ross, but you know what I mean? Just mm, a level lower. That, yeah. <laughs> like Everyone a level else lower. <laughs> a level lower than this kind of, like, immense detail and colour then would I have enjoyed the story as much because obviously reading comics it's a visual medium you know they go hand in hand like if someone handed me this story but it was drawn by a four year old child am I going to enjoy that story you know but then if I read the same story drawn by one of the best comic artists in the world I might be a bit biased
2: so what if Alex Ross had drawn Onslaught? Would we have liked Onslaught a little bit better?
1: Probably. We would have. <laughs> I mean, the art for Onslaught was a bit... Um, yeah. So yeah. I would have enjoyed that a bit more. Yeah. Um,
0: snot girl. I, Alex Ross, snot girl. You know? it w- that I'd read work. volume three. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: And this this might be a bit of a hot, bit of a hot take. Obviously, we were all young men here. You know, it's like we we weren't around <coughs> with the Jack, the, I know we weren't around with the Jack Kirby era. So I'm giving you some credit there. She's newer, older than us, obviously. But as as good as Jack Kirby was, I think he's more like a trailblazer. we read the internals, that internals, that was a Jack Kirby yeah, book, wasn't yeah. it? And I wasn't overly keen on that art style. There's something about just did not like. Yeah. I don't know if Jack Kirby would be as successful today as he was then. But I definitely think Alex Ross is a good cut above Jack Kirby.
0: Unpopular opinion,
1: I think. Um,
0: Jack Kirby to, like, modern comic, like, influences Mm -hmm. is like how 2001 Space Odyssey was to sci-fi films when that originally came out. You watch that film now, it's terrible. I don't like it. And and I feel like that's why, like Jack Kirby, at the time was awesome, inspirational, amazing, um, and has inspired so many people to follow this and and you know uh, this type, type, type of career. Um, but now, uh, surpassed. He's him. been surpassed. Yeah. yeah,
2: but his ideas live on. I yeah. mean, you know, without him, we yeah. wouldn't have Dark Side and exactly. DC and yeah. the Eternals and all the all the galactic stuff. But that's fair yeah.
1: enough like Alex Ross has said, like he is, he is, Jack Kirby is his inspiration. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was a Jack Kirby fan. And obviously we have this and obviously art changes, like the techniques and the tools available to you change yeah, over yeah. the years. But Alex Ross, I think again, uh, you, it, they're in the same conversation, but not for the same reasons. I just think Alex Ross is just so much, so much farther ahead than, than this. And, uh, yeah, I thought this comment was quite cool from Connie. It's no, she her kind of quirky way of describe things. Just like, uh, I would say this as Canon, but then what? A, what the Fantastic Four do on a Monday? You know,
0: <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, uh, I really like that. I really like that. I think
2: this felt like um, Volume One of Fantastic Four. You know, Sixties onwards, and then Alex Ross had obviously grown up on them and read all those, and then he had read I don't know, just say issue two twenty eight, and the Negative Man had traveled to the negative zone and got lost there and was never heard from again and then like five issues later reed richards has this guy that gets sent there you know pretending to be the thing and then alex ross is like no one ever went back to them so i'm going to do issue 335.5 which is a tie-in canon story standalone thing that's what this feels like it feels like a fan-made book by someone who loves the content and the source material and is just closing some loose ends that he discovered while reading. You know, like we yeah. all do that when we're reading. We'll find a few little loose ends that the oh, artist you just, do. or the writer. <laughs> you know, the writer might just forget a few things. So you're yeah. just like, oh, maybe this happened, maybe that happened. We don't get the chance to actually make that comic, but Alex Ross is like, this is what I would have done. So mm. I think it's canon, but I think it's canon pre reboot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like this is volume yeah. one Fantastic Four canon.
1: Yeah. That's fair. And to be fair, I I, I read it in a kind of I wanna say silver age kind of fashion. Like it wasn't read like a modern book, it was read like an old an old style book, definitely. But it fits in today, obviously, yeah. to read it, but it's definitely written like you're saying as if it belongs in volume one hundred yeah. percent like I, one of my thinking... one of my notes,
2: heavy sixties feel.
0: Yeah cuz I was thinking Sue Storm's hair looks 60s yeah. <laughs> you know and I don't know how else to like uh, explain it or like ref- the only thing I can reference it to you'll see in my page actually um and it's stuff that reminds me of secret wars um that kind of style but I'll get to that later on um, but yeah but the only thing I actually want to say about the art is initially I thought um, this book required 3D glasses <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the kind of like, in the style that it was drawn. You know, you had the purple and yellow. I was expecting the red and blue. Um, I was like, where, where's my 3D glasses to read this?
1: Nice. Uh, just uh, some input from the uh, resident artist of the Nerd Herd. Kevin said, I think you need to learn to appreciate Jack Kirby as an artist. Um, he's a better comic artist, i.e. storyteller. Than Alex Ross. Ross is obviously a better fine artist. So you go. That's 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 the Jack Kirby influence, I suppose. He he tells the story with his art. Where I just think uh, Alex Ross looks art is better to look at, I think. And uh Martin is saying that he's not a big fan of the Fantastic Four, but after reading this, he wants to read some more Silver Age. Fantastic Four.
0: Got an itch for Silver Age, okay. and
1: the good thing about silver age comics
2: is each issue is pretty much standalone like you get to it's a whole story Mm -hmm. you know you don't have to read four five six issues in a row a bit like this very much like this that's another reason i had the 60s feel from it not that i was around in the 60s i'm not that old
1: are you sure i mean you're closer to the 60s than we are yeah Yeah. So uh, we we have obviously talked uh, a lot about the arts. So let's get into some pages, shall we? Um, we've got quite a few in uh, from the usual suspects and ourselves, of course. I'm going to start with myself. The reason being, um, like Shane and obviously mentioned, you can literally drop your finger in this book and pick any page, and. This is the problem. Whenever you log in the stream, you late, and you don't get chance to, to have a first pick. So my first pick was gone. My second pick was gone. My third pick was gone. I had to settle for my fourth pick, which sounds madness to settle for a fourth pick as if it's a bad thing. Well, it's really not. So no, because we all had sixty six picks in mind anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. There was sixty <laughs> six pieces you could pick from. So this is the one I picked, um, and it was to do. This is just before they fell back to like the, the negative earth or anti-earth or whatever it's called um and they're just standing on this kind of platform looking going down but i love the costume like the glue like the metallic costume yeah. you got the purples and you got all this kind of you know whatever the sun color or whatever the colors get off at the suns or whatever else and it just looks really cool the shadowing is really cool and everything's really smooth and clear and i i don't like you know we all talk about how good the faces are they're all really good on every page and I just thought this was a really kind of atmospheric page, just like standard in space essentially on this rock looking down. And um what I also liked about the art is that he seemed to use these diagonal lines quite a lot
0: to tell the
1: story. Yeah. And he, some people could argue there's a too much, but I don't. I think I think it worked every page. It worked it again literally all the pages that people have this. It works that I type I kind of yeah It's format. a really good way
0: to just slightly Expand the real estate of a
1: page. Well, that's a good input. One
0: hundred percent. I think it. Yeah.
2: If I'm not mistaken, it happened once they entered the negative zone. Before then, everything was straight.
0: No, they were. Yeah, it was. I'm looking at the page now. It's page twenty-four. If anyone's interested, um, uh, it's just as they are entering it, and the page yeah. is very diagonal.
1: Yeah, it's before it's they like hit. 40, the... It's like forty-five yeah.
0: degrees. Yeah. Um. It's just great.
1: Yeah. But uh, it's, a, it's just, a, again, an unusual way. But, Scott, you hit the nail on the head. It's a good way to get more real estate on a page. And for Alex Ross, he want all of that real estate. <laughs> yeah. You know, let's say like even that one page we mentioned that was just all black, he wanted to use every inch of every page, <laughs> you
0: know? Yeah,
2: yeah. I just love that um, Sue's hair is just flowing completely different in every single panel as well. Yeah.
1: It's it's, it's it's fantastic the stuff he, yeah. he does um i'm gonna i'm gonna save Kevs for last because kev was actually my first pick and i think it's the best page <laughs> okay so, uh, <laughs> we will go with connie did connie give any kind of synopsis or any kind of yeah, reason yeah. for it uh
0: connie had said it has the same energy uh uh oogie boogie's lair did in the nightmare before christmas uh with the black yeah. and green neon vibes yeah boogie boogie
2: the um the thing down in the bottom left just below his face it looks like man thing
0: yeah i was gonna say that yeah
1: oh it does yeah it does you're right i find this scene quite confusing though and maybe i'll ask you more in the writing but it was whenever he kind of coughed out this bubble to sue thanks for uh, holding my breath or something. I, I didn't really understand what happened there. Maybe one of you guys can explain near the time. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yes. Uh, no, no. Nice. Yes. Okay. So yeah, the little yeah. Um, negative creatures
2: go down your throat. So ah. you put an air bubble in their throat to stop that happening. Oh yeah, so
1: nice, agree. nice. I thought it was something like that, or the, I don't. But I didn't want to like assume because I thought I'm usually wrong. I assume you know. But, uh, so yeah, that was that. That was Connie. Uh, then we have Lee. Who gave us this? Lee
0: had said, I bloody loved the art and colours in this book, and I struggled to pick a page for that reason. I ended up going with this one because of the classic horror movie poster vibe I got from the panel of the face.
1: That definitely yeah. does show like 70s horror movie. Yeah. Like, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like a
2: Clockwork Orange-esque as yeah. well. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, was anyone else but...
1: looking at that face and thinking
0: noel fielding yeah me i was <laughs> what this one yeah. yeah
2: i love the big green face in the top corner it's very yeah. joker-esque yeah yeah green goblin
1: big old grin mm. yeah that's a cool page um she also one i wanted to pick go
2: ahead or <laughs> right after last week's i told you how much i love her getting ready montage mm-hmm. and it just happened to have one in this book as well so i had to pick it I just yeah. really enjoy these, you know, the team getting ready. I do love the fact that Reed went to all the trouble of creating a new suit for everyone, and the thing <laughs> still just gets a pair of pants. The pants, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I like and that. Only, and even if you were trying to save on, like, you know, material, like, his own suit stretches out, so can, <laughs> there's plenty spare, you know. You could easily cover the thing if you really wanted. Yeah. It just didn't. We, it's also to the control them. to no. put, put them back at this place. Yeah. <laughs> Get in your pants, Ben. Yeah, you're yeah, the word trunks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, also back before they enter the
2: negative zone, like I said, everything is straight. Everything is blocked. Mm. No angles. They, mm, they yeah. kept everything straight to show you know the two different worlds, and the color scheme as bright as it is. Yeah. It's not neo. This is more highlighty yellow and, green yeah. and blue. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I I still love that that effect on the sets. Because you know they're blue, they're, they're they're not that color. That's obviously like the lights reflecting off of, but it. it just looks really cool, really mm, clever yeah. this done. Can it's I open. just quickly
2: say, how hot is Mister Fantastic in this book? Like he is. I thought Johnny Storm was meant to be like the hot one on the team, but Mister Fantastic is just incredibly yummy throughout this book. <laughs>
0: he, he, he is he incredibly yummy. Really that's that's, that's going to be the next uh, review on the on the for <laughs> <of> this book.
1: <laughs>
0: Mister Fantastic is incredibly yummy. <laughs> uh, that's great uh,
1: all right scott a show share pitch.
0: uh this is so cool i just love the chaos in it and just the speed and just the perspective um you know you're seeing everything you know you don't want to talk about it, just the, mm-hmm. the depth that we're looking at you know you, you've got the thing's feet right there and then you follow, you follow his body down, you can see his face and stuff like that. And you can just see Mr. Fantastic all the way down there, but he's stretched and he's kind of wrapped around everyone. Um, but the thing I was talking about earlier with the Secret Wars kind of vibe was like the the red and black kind of yeah. little circle bits going around. Yeah, the matter. Um, yeah, and that definitely made me think of when we read the first yeah. Secret Wars way back when. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was just such a cool page. And uh, obviously, Phil, you know, it's got the pinks and purples. and yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, really, really cool. Really cool. Just love the depth and, and perspective, really. That was my most
1: uh, yeah. attracting aspect of that. That's why I thought the same. It's just skin. learning from Kev's videos. It's the perspective as the reader yeah. you're looking at. And just the fact that he is so far away, but his arms are like make your eye follow to the top of the page. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. I enjoy that. Um, Kev did send his. What's this? Was, this was my first pick. So I thought this was incredible. I, I I took a little while to look at this, just because it was so oh, yeah. so 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 cool.
0: Such a great page.
1: Um, he said it was difficult to choose my page
0: choice. Uh, I like the homage to Jack's Kirby, Jack, Jack Kirby's uh, collages, uh, and I really liked the way the Fantastic Four pop against the black and white negative
1: zone. Yeah, I think that was the main thing that suited for me was the yeah. color pop. Um. I've no idea what's going on, if I'm being brutally honest with the, the negative song, oh, There's, yeah. just, just, there's just a up. lot of stuff, a lot of shapes, a lot of things. kind of reminds me of like the, the Ant-Man movies. Yeah. You always know, going into like, the, whatever that's called, the realm or whatever. And, Quantum uh, realm, yeah. Yeah, so it's all just a bit mad and chaotic and just has shapes mm. and factors and whatever else. And then you have like the Fantastic Four, still the same, same colour, same pop. It's just really cool. And even those three kind of columns at the side... Like they're going through three different stages to get to this negative zone, you know.
2: Yeah, it it's kind of like um, Doctor Strange too, when they travel through the universe of Chavez. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Again, look at Sue's muscles—the muscles on her body as the light is hitting certain parts. Like he doesn't forget any detail, does he?
1: No. You kind of wonder, if a page like this, like Alex Ross obviously a talented, world-class artist, but on a page like this, how long would it take to do this oh. one part? And he's done another 64 of them, because this is a double-page spread. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, it's, it's just, it's it's just, just a, lot, a lot of time. Insane. A lot of time. Yeah,
2: it is. Um Are we not going to mention the funny shape thing
1: at the bottom in the middle? <laughs> so It's an eyeball. It's an eyeball. You can, see, you can see the face, obviously, at the top of the nose and the mouth, whatever else. So it is an eyeball, but for the the, 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 this in the podcast, you um, could be forgiven to think it is a, a, a you know, a scrotum, I suppose. what I it oh, so is an eyeball, the back of an eyeball. I, I, so, so I believe anyway, but I am <laughs> quite naive in general. Uh so yeah, that, innocent Phil. So yeah, innocent. percent So yeah, that's all the pages we got sent in. Um I just think over the art. I mean, look it's the main it's the main point of this book, really, but I just thought the art's fantastic. Really, really good. Really enjoyed it. And I kind of want more of it. But shall we move in more to the uh the story aspect of it and, and the writing side? Because Alex Ross obviously is not known for his writing. Um I can't think of anything he's done to be brutally honest but he done okay for what this is it was okay
2: yeah yeah like i say this is it it feels like fan fiction um not in a horror not in a nasty way i don't mean that as an insult i mean this feels like someone who loves the characters and appreciates their history and just wanted to expand on something maybe a little personal to him rather than something earth-shattering you know, where this could be included in canon if they wanted it to, mm-hmm. but also it could be ignored.
1: Yeah, because my understanding is that this story that happened that Ben Grimm refers to, that, uh, what was his name, Ricardo, appeared before him and tried to take his face and whatever else, that is a story that happened in some random single issue back in the 60s or whatever, and was never thought of before, so it's almost like he's taken a like, really inconsequential Aspect of the Fantastic Four history, and done something with it. Where again, Harry had his hands on something. How do you put this like more important for people. They are gonna be upset if they he kind of ruined something or retcon something, you know. Yeah. So it's just these pick something that is kind of meaningless and made it something great. Yeah, yeah. I've just I've just looked it up. A uh, very quick look on. Alex Ross's um, Wikipedia page,
0: and this book is the only book in his bibliography that says the word "writer" next to it. Nice. So, wow, this very well may be the first thing he has ever written.
1: And officially. it's not like we've re- <laughs> It's it's so it's, it's good. It's not it's not bad. You know what I mean? No, it's not yeah. like it's as your first your first outing that you might struggle to pick things up and do things yeah. correctly. But we have read a lot worse, a lot yeah. worse than this. I mean. You know Alex Ross. he's been working since the 90s so
0: mm-hmm. he's probably worked with some fantastic script writers mm-hmm. and has picked up the odd thing here and there you know the influence of reading these scripts has probably subconsciously seeped into his mind and he's probably taken a few things here and there from some great writers yeah. uh and just applied that to his mm-hmm. own book with this yeah and I've also just looked it up, and um
2: Ricardo Jones appeared in Fantastic Four issue fifty, February nineteen sixty six.
1: There wow. we go. Wow, were you there? You weren't there, Shane? Do you have that? You know, <laughs> you didn't buy that?
2: Yeah, I was there with Stanley, uh, you know, and Jack Kirby. The three of us were there. Just well, it didn't well. say you were <laughs> friends. That's bad <not> like... <laughs> <Out to, laughs> <and> Ricardo?
1: <laughs> no, that's a stretch. I just meant we got to buy the comic <laughs> in the shop, not that you know Stanley. But yeah. Um, just want to say hello to Triple G comics and even. Sorry, I'm hey late. Buddy. That's okay. And G, oh, I nearly deleted it. James Copley, Saying what <laughs> up, nerds. I bet. Oh yeah. Um, I think you know, you're right. He, he's been around the game a long time to pick things up, but I also think he did keep a lot of things simple. Like we find with the Guardians of the Galaxy last week. I sometimes think with Marvel cosmic, especially, they almost kind of overbear you with kind of the stuff, you know, names and terms, whatever else. Mm. There was a bit of that here, but not too much. Like, for example, when they went into the negative zone, they just obviously, like, I know, pushed the button and went. There wasn't this whole big kind of elaborate plan, or you weren't kind of fed this information that was kind of like, what does this mean? You're just kind mm. of brought to the negative zone almost. Yeah. I think yeah. the suit was the most kind of scientific, descriptive yeah. part of that it. Was, um, I was, it actually made I was, sense. It was, like quite, it was quite simple. It made sense yeah. in my mind.
0: Yeah, and I, I was going to bring up the suits and yeah, just like, yeah, we had them explained, but it was simple. And you're like, you get them, you get it explained in one speech bubble, and you're like, cool, cool I get the suits. Let's move yeah. on.
1: You know, That's what, what I mean. Like I say, even like, there was no point I felt like, oh God, here we go. Science. You, know, Science, you know, it's just, this is it. This is, they're just, he's telling you what you need to know yeah. to appreciate the story. And mm-hmm. again, for someone who's never written a book, a comic or a comic book, whatever, well done, well played. Good, good move, you know.
2: Yeah, he didn't rely yeah. on, you know, monologue boxes. He mm-hmm. didn't rely on just telling you, like, hashtag this happened in this issue and this happened in that issue. He told a story. He had to start, a middle and an end in mind yeah. and he told you what you needed to know. Mm-hmm. Left out all the stuff you didn't. You know, just that's how you do a standalone issue. You don't bog people down with things that have happened in the
0: past. Yeah, it's just precise. It was just precision mm-hmm. in what he had chosen to write and write about.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd be interesting to know how, like, like, what method he uses. You've you've heard of the Marvel method? I think it's called the Marvel method, isn't it? Where they kind of put the speech bubbles and things first, then draw around it, then tell the story type of thing. Um, right. I wonder if he had the story nailed down first. Or did the story come after the arc? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like you had the, yeah, yeah. the script in mind and he drew it. So then he just fitted the the speech bubbles in to have a coherent well, story.
2: You I'm pretty sure you need the script first, because you need to know what happens on a page.
1: Yeah, because he used the... the story, but I don't know if you had the screen the screenplay such so or the you know the, the dialogue, I don't think, every time.
2: Oh, I, I I would think he had to because he his art is so nice. He wouldn't want to go through all the effort of drawing this amazing page and then accidentally write too much and cover it up. <laughs> Be like, oh dang it, now you can't see Sue's face. Oh well, they need oh, to know what's man. happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Seen... Um Kev is offering here, he says, uh, the plot, art, dialogue. So That's like
2: dangerous.
1: That is, is that dangerous. His process. I think that's the Marvel process. Oh, yes, I right, think. Okay. Yeah. Is that Kev, Kev? do doubt yourself. Cavebooks, let us know. Um, and Pete said the Marvel method is rough outline of the story, art first, then they add the words. That is
2: so dangerous. I mean, you should have your <laughs> script completely finished. You know, you would write it like you would a movie script. So it, you know, uh, camera pans in on this. We start on street level. Like there are all the directions for the artist. And then you have your dialogue so the artist knows where to draw on the page. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, if you're the editor, you've got to cut out some things. And it could explain why some of the books we've read have felt like there are things missing.
1: Because they yeah. just didn't want
2: to cover yeah. up too much art.
1: Really yeah. interesting. I'm not too sure, to be honest, how many current comic book creators use that method any longer. There's a, there's a documentary in Disney Plus where Dan Slott does it. And everyone oh, yeah, well. everyone after Dan Slot is really frustrated with it because they want to get their part of the job done. But he delays things with his with his writing, obviously, because it comes after. Um so I'm not too sure how many currently do it. But again, with this been a standalone, like he's fully in charge, like I can imagine they give him all the time in the world to do this because it's Alex Ross. Yeah, exactly. So he could have done it that way. He could have had the art nailed down first with an idea of the story and then filled mm. things in. And that's what for me, that's why I was thinking because it was so quite simple and precise, you know. Um which makes sense to me. Um Liam is saying he felt the story started strong, but when they got into the negative zone, it took a backseat to the art. However, this could be down to how I read it as I definitely kept getting distracted by the art. And I did too. I think there's especially in the negative zone, it was very busy. You know, there's just like a lot of random shapes and Plant thingies and animal thingies, whatever. So you kind of had to look at a lot of things. Yes, but it wasn't sure. It was, it was good.
0: Yeah, it, you know? it kind of seemed like this, you know, slightly incoherent nightmare sequence. Mm. You know, they they land in this place, and what? What's his name? Annihilus. Uh, yeah. He's there, just like eating those black things that attacked him originally, like like the popcorn. And then they they move on, and then they're having that. Weird psychedelic trip with Noel Fielding, and then, (laughs) um, and then, and then they end up what happens next? And then they let me just flip through, uh, yeah, and 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 then they end up going towards planet in where Ricardo original Ricardo is, uh, yeah. So, what I'm trying to say is a lot of the start of it just felt like. What is going on? Like, why? Why are they doing? Like, what's the goal here? Like, they've just gone to the negative zone uh, because they followed these coordinates, and then they just ended up going through these random sequence of events. Like, probably would have happened if they weren't there anyway. Kind of like how the Indiana Jones films go out, and then, (laughs) and then, and then they just end up in the city. They meet O.G. Ricardo, and they just go. Well, yeah, you can have some of my stretchy suit if you want, and they shake hands and they go home.
2: Well, that's a little oversimplification. That's I what mean, happens. They, <laughs> no, they get drawn there. They get drawn there by Negaman, the negative man. He's there, you know, he's drawn them in, he's trapped them there. They, who is Negaman.
0: He's um
2: Reed Richards, yes, Reed Richards' um old mate, um yeah. an, old friend that got lost there, What's Who's not? now a negative version of him no it's more like an echo of him because Reed does say he says the place is created by people's nightmares so Mm -hmm. you feeling like it's a dream sequence fits in quite well yeah but so once they deal with him by the time they've dealt with the negative man they are too far away from their escape Mm -hmm. velocity that they need to get out of the negative zone so they have to go towards the planet and find a way home you know it's it's there for a reason. You can tell yeah. he the steps are there. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. maybe he just, it's 66 pages, he didn't have time yeah. to linger on everything.
1: That's, that's why I think yeah. it actually turned out to be a quite a clever story. The fact that it was, it is short and simple at times, but the idea that he went to the negative zone. And you can't really have this kind of action sequence and then your escape in 66 pages. He so had to do something. Does, mm. and they, they did kind of, br- they did kind of brush over it. And in that, uh, they referred to that guy was it Janus, uh, uh, something Janus, Jonas. And like it's, he's not really him. He died. He's dead. He's, he died years ago. It's his echo, and it's like the the dream mm. sequence. It's like mm. you, it's your imagination of what's what's there. And obviously, Mister Fantastic is gonna be haunted the fact that he left people behind. And that's why we're seeing yeah. what we're seeing. I just think it's a quite a clever way to get to the next stage of the story. Yeah, to then oh, get back true. to the original part. And I forgot again, about that bit. That's not something you would associate with. You know, that's that's that's, that's an established writer, in my, in my opinion, to kind of put that level of story onto it, mm. where it's quite simple. So yeah, yes, I enjoyed. I it. I mean, he's
2: essentially, Reed Richards. You know, he's it's his own self reflected back at him of people that he's failed you know he failed jonas he he didn't Mm -hmm. know jonas was uh, so and then he also failed ricardo Mm. who he thought was the his friend at the time but turned out to be a fake person who took the thing's body like if you could swap places with any of the fantastic four members though you'd definitely take the one that's bone in the invisible woman wouldn't you you wouldn't take the thing surely (laughs) you had the power to just switch (laughs) come on
1: now See, it, this is a this is a bit of a negative too. Well, it's not really negative. It's like, so Mister Fantastic also creates these suits that are fun. You know, help with the the antimatter, the negative zone, and the negative Earth, whatever. But in this really advanced, super advanced world where they obviously can get home from here, this this negative world, whatever, who are able to like deflect asteroids and whatever else? He's still sit, yeah. yeah, he's still sitting there with like a, a an old. You know, Iron Man Mark 1 suit, you know, to keep all <laughs> yeah. that kind of hell within. Like, you'd think there was stuff you would have yeah. a suit like Mr. Fantastic yeah. to do that, you know. Um, yeah,
2: right. Mr. Fantastic has all the resources of the real world. They only have the resources of that one planet. Mr. Mm-hmm. Fantastic has the resources of the entire galaxy. This is true.
1: This is true. Know, Henry Richards that, is you? a genius. Yeah. But I mean, it was a quite heartwarming moment whenever the, the, the feather shed a, a tear. And what I was thinking, something Shane says every week, that you know, they don't build characters up enough to care about them. And he wasn't really used that much in terms of the overall story, apart from the start and the end, obviously. But did you care for it? Did you did you did you feel for this guy? You know?
2: Yeah, that was that was a really sweet moment. You know, just something as simple as here's just a piece of material that can just actually change your life completely. Mm. I thought that was
0: really nice. I thought it was nice, but I didn't feel anything.
1: Yeah, like between books we have read where you can you can feel a bit choked up with emotional moments like that. I don't think what well, didn't hit that for me is. It one hundred percent a nice moment, and it was a nice touch that yeah. this guy who you maybe thought was a villain with the vessel, the body, whatever else, and you realize no, I I survived here, you know, and I live here now, and. I have to wear this big stupid suit because I've no choice. We all die, and the idea that like he has like a flexible, it is nice moment, but I didn't feel, you know, I felt more emotional reading stray dogs, you know, that kind of thing. It wasn't that level of emotion. And I don't know. if That's because they didn't try to build the character up, or else they just couldn't because of the limited pages.
2: Yeah, but maybe it wasn't for us, you know. It was for them. It was for the characters in the book.
1: Yeah, well, Mister yeah, Fantastic yeah. obviously felt he, he he was just glad to know he was still alive, and he what he could do for me, he, mm-hmm. would, he, would, he would. And obviously, they obviously helped him get home as well. So, and he kind of created his own little Fantastic Four on that planet, didn't yeah. he? He
2: had like hmm? the Beast Guy, yeah, the yeah. flying woman. Like, they weren't named, but they the the four of them looked pretty cool together. Little,
0: little team, yeah.
1: I I, I I kind of want to like if anything was to come from this, um, A I negative think four. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If anything comes from this, I kind of want to see more of that like that team, yeah. that old lion beast looking guy, or whatever. And just give Spock. us something, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> give us something quirky, you know. Um, I just thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, give us more of it and, and another standalone Alex Ross story. I'll read it I'll be happy with yeah.
2: it. Yeah, I mean, I when i like i've never even heard of this book I, it's, an, it's a new one as well i think from 2022 so mm. like, i i know alex ross's older work um but when i opened it and that first page of um ricardo standing outside the back of the building and he's got the cloak on and he looks like death
0: and I just yeah, thought, what yeah. A
2: great way to start a book like that draws you in instantly just this like, ominous figure yeah yeah it's like, it could be anyone yeah. And Did again, I... you had
0: that, the perspective and it was like below. So it just looked, this person just looked huge up against the building. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just yeah. this ominous like, I don't know, squiggly cloaked. You know, you didn't know if it was energy. You didn't know if it was weird material. You didn't know it was just mysterious and black, dark. You know, yeah. cool. And he just
2: Burst into the building, and Johnny and Ben are there. Ben just Ben just wants a sandwich. Ben just wants a sandwich. I
0: like <laughs> I like that they that was the full circle for me in this book. <laughs> him going trying to eat his sandwich at the beginning, and then him getting it at the end. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> Four full circle. The thing gets his sandwich. That's the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the subtitle of the book.
1: Yeah. Do, do you think all members of the team were used? enough like correctly or you, like there was no for me there was no one kind of was there for the ride I think we all kind of played their part in the story and I think that's another thing Alex Frost done well was to use them all for different reasons even if it became you know Johnny breaking through the earth or the the the, the rock whatever to get out and I just feel like everyone had their reason for there where yeah. sometimes I think with team books and team stories you are you are going to have people just take a side step and just be there for the sake mm, of it. Mm it's Um, it's
2: hard as well especially with characters like sue i mean she's so powerful like you know mm -hmm. you had that that page that great page of them all going towards the planet where Mm -hmm. mr fantastic is wrapping around them all to try and slow down the descent you know well sue can create force fields and put them in a bubble and float them down nice and gently so she could have done that but it wouldn't have looked as dramatic as mr fantastic doing it yeah yeah you know so it is hard when you have multiple people with different power sets to choose what you want each person to do, but I thought
0: they were all used quite well. Yeah, yeah, quite used equally, but I don't think I'm able to comment on if they were used correctly. I've never read Fantastic Four. Uh, I'm aware of their abilities, um, but then, you know, personality-wise and, you know, the, the actual capacity of their abilities, I don't know. So equally, yes, they're used well. Correctly, I have no idea.
1: Well, saying that because Martin referred to earlier on that he was now in the mood to read more. Silver is fantastic four, not so much Silver Age, but but this want to make you kind of look into the Fantastic Four to see if there are other stories, maybe other standalone or short runs that you would read with it. With this, has this piqued your interest in Marvel's no. first family? No, no,
0: okay. uh, not even
1: no. to
2: see Nate pop up and become a. Creepily obsessed with Sue, no, like (laughs) the Inhumans join the team.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, I can appreciate that they're a really good team, and uh, a lot of people really like the Fantastic Four as a team and the characters themselves. But you know me; I'm an indie guy. I love my Mm. indie stuff. So it's it's gonna take a lot for me to really, you know, get into a particular Marvel or DC character or team um yeah. yeah um really enjoyed it but i'm not bothered about going back
1: or you know I, I'm, other stuff. I'm off the same opinion because with the fantastic four i have read some of the more recent stuff and they i think you have to be a real fantastic four fan from previous years to really enjoy them like right they, like what i mean by this is like, i don't think they do a lot like they're they're nice and they obviously get to an end and they talk the right of things but they don't like fight their right of everything you know they do come to resolution a lot of the times so they're mm. in a nice way you know like i know for you for, for, for example scott you like a lot of magic when you yeah. see it on the page whatever that's the kind of thing you, you like yeah yeah i don't think they do something like that that's out of the ordinary that makes you think wow i want to see more of this i just think they just go along plot along nicely and do mm nice little stories uh, but that's me from a person who's never read that much just going by the more recent stuff um in the last few years they do not seem to do I, a lot
2: i mean no they do a lot i mean they're marvel's first family you know mm-hmm. marvel call them the first family they're the family of marvel it's a, it, you know they they came out and i i really enjoy them as a team and as characters um i just got a little bit. I used to get a little bit annoyed because they were treated so much different to the X-Men. Um, Like the X-Men were outcasts. And if you were a mutant, you were a dirty mutant and all this. Like they had anti-mutant liberation front, this and all that malarkey. And then the Fantastic Four show up, who pretty much have the same powers as some of the X-Men. And they're praised and celebrated. And just because they got mm. hit with cosmic rays instead of having a birth defect. Their son, son's a yeah. mutant,
1: isn't he? The son's a mutant from what I remember. Yes. I can't think of his name. Uh, um, oh, I can't remember. Oh, Anyone that, in the chat remember the son's name? But he is a mutant anyway. That's it's there. I love that. I love that we have him stuck. You know. Um, Liam is asking Scott, right. "What it's if?" Flynn Franklin, that's Franklin. the one. What if the Flash joined the team? Like, why would they want the Flash? They like
0: He can't because he's DC, and this is Marvel, and that can't happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Kev okay, is confirming Franklin and Martinus, and I don't think I um terrible terrible reading tonight. I don't think I go out and buy an omnibus for it. Um, but I would check out some Silver Age digitally. And I'm not a big fan of Fantastic Four, and or what i want to own any fantastic four books but he's he's well the checks on i suppose I yeah
2: maybe check out some crossovers you know you get a great spidey crossover mm-hmm. um, famous bagman yeah you know spidey in a fantastic <laughs> four suit with a bag over his head when his suit gets destroyed that's a fun read and check out the in- inhumans you know um mm-hmm. johnny falls in love with an inhuman and that brings them into the marvel universe and you get some yeah. so you get some really good First appearances in their books, they did introduce quite a lot into the Marvel Universe.
1: I think, to be fair, if I was if I was going to get into the Fantastic Four, I think I would prefer to get into like, so, like the Thing books more than the team books. I don't know why. I'm happy to read more Ben Grimm because he seems to be the one with more like oh, like bit of a personality. Yeah, like, and a bit more it's angst. He doesn't, he, he doesn't want to be what he is because obviously he's a big rock who wears trunks. You know. Um, and he hates it's what so happened fat, whatever else. and that's what I say. There's, I think there's more layers to him that you can, oh, yeah. you can use definitely and that's what I like about it and I think I would be more intrigued by him, now, he does have individual books um, but yeah, again, the team stuff I've tried and have been overly fussed on it, but the thing on his own, possibly mm, yeah. Kev is confirming that the Flash can run between multiverses he could end the up in Flash Marvel The
2: Flash has been in Marvel uh, there was a Marvel story where all the speedsters in Marvel were having a race, and Barry Allen shows up from Crisis on Infinite Earths and beats them all in a
1: race, and then heads back to DC. <laughs> wow! There's no way he's he, no way he won that. He wouldn't win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, check it out. Uh, I'm not <laughs> weird for the Fantastic Five. Flash the Flash, Five. Fantastic Five. 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 <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I would read that, especially if it was drawn by Alex Ross. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do we have it. A, <laughs> we have a Marvel, DC, and Abrams Comics uh, co- a compilation right there. Who knows? Mm. Uh, I, th- I think that brings us kind of towards the end. I think there's nothing else I can think of to kind of bring up. Uh, what about Shane? Have you read all your notes out? Anything else in that notepad to um, uh, discuss? Yep. Yep. Got everything,
2: everything down. Nailed everything, apart from one thing Annihilus. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. too sure. Um, am I thinking it's the same person? Is he a, a, an Ultron? Clone
0: <laughs> seems like a
1: yeah. he, he does, um, look,
2: yeah, but well, I'm not sure. I'm not too I, I think I've forgotten
1: who Nihilus is, yeah. Well, again, as a, as a kind of new or uninformed reader of the Fantastic Four, I didn't know. I just assumed there was this guy who lives in the negative zone, so doesn't have to be anything. And for this story, I don't think we needed to know. It's just, no, yeah, maybe he is the clone, but he does like quite a bit the same kind of shaped faces, um, yeah. Ultron. Uh, as ultron does ultron it? Yeah. ultron yeah. yeah yeah all right folks we're going to give our final thoughts and scores so any uh, of you guys here live in the chat if you have read along or not just read just looked along uh with us uh please pop your score into the chat uh, or the end of the chat and we will click them at the end and add the hours and see where this comes on the uh leaderboard i already got liam's four out of ten so yeah let's get to our uh my, maybe you'll Maybe he'll put you up to a 4.5 or a 5. Maybe who knows? We'll see. Yeah, it, it was could, nice. It could be groundbreaking tonight. Who knows? Let's go This Let's break that trend. Um, Scott, do you want to kick us off then? Give us your final thoughts and scores. Yeah. Uh,
0: what haven't we said already? Fantastic to look at. Um, brilliantly detailed. Uh, the paneling going from like, you know, quite normal to um, stuff we're not used to seeing, like, especially when it got a bit 45 degrees. You have to turn your head, really, to view view the page. Um, You know, it was all fantastic to look at. And it was, you know, a bit of a breath of fresh air recently. You know, it's very different to what we're used to looking at. Um, Story, considering this was the first thing we think that Alex Ross has written, um, it was done really well. You know, covers a lot of stuff, references a lot of old material, but kind of makes it you know, a bit relevant and helps us understand really quickly without giving us a massive like flashback backstory of like two or three pages. Um done really well. Loads of interest in themes and uh technology and bits like that. Um just a really good fun book. Um yeah but not as quite as deep as i probably would have imagined this would have gone you know as a 66 page book how deep can it get um but yeah really enjoyed it i would recommend it if they if i ever met someone who was a proper like art snob when it came to their comics um like, mate read this is cool um so i think i'm gonna go for 7.5 nice
1: do you know i i, I sometimes predict scores <laughs> for, right. for the guys when was my week i had 7.5 then for scott so oh
0: nice yeah. good job
1: yeah Shane, I'm not going to tell you, I'll put of yours until you think me your score. So go ahead, Shane.
2: Um, yeah, I love this. Um, I, you can't fault Alex Ross, and if you can, um, you can't. So um, <laughs> I think it's just, he's just fantastic. No matter how he decides to draw or paint, I will always admire the detail work that he puts into a single page. Mm. Um, so, art is flawless. So, for that, full marks. The story I enjoyed the fact that it's a short 66 pages, well, 60 pages. I think the first six pages um, of the copy I read were the initial art from the front and back of the cover. Yeah, so, yeah. I didn't get into the book for six pages. So, it's like 60 pages long. You can just knock this out with a cup of tea or coffee. And it's a full story. It's a start, a middle, and an end, which is something I crave on this show on a weekly basis and i was given it and i think the story felt to me like a love letter to fantastic four from Mm. a fan of the fantastic four someone who either grew up reading it or once he discovered comics went back and read them and had them as his favorite or one of his favorite stories and decided to pick a few things out that never had an end or didn't need an end and just wanted to write something for himself and for the characters in this book and i think he did an amazing job um i'm going to give this an 8.5 wow
1: how'd you been for seven. So
0: that's seven. seven. yeah i don't know why.
1: i just i just i don't know i just thought you would love the art which obviously you did more than the story but just think i like i like it 8.5 it's nailed It's stuck <laughs> It's locked in. That is it. <laughs> you um, can fine seven then. Fine if you. No no no, seven, no, you no, no 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> All right. So we have a few scores in. I I, I will give mine. Um, I'm not going to say too much more other than what the guys have said. So if you guys haven't just like score in, get them in quick because I will be quick. The yeah, art's the star of the show. There's no questions. Fantastic. I think the story is like a vehicle to showcase the art. But the fact that this is his first outing as a, as a writer as well he's done bloody good, you know. It, it, things were k- kind of, I on purpose kept simple and precise for that reason, because you don't want to get bogged down with kind of this heavy cosmic feel of Marvel. Because the art, again, with this collaboration with it's called Marvel Arts, they they want to showcase the art more than the story. It is quite incon, incon, can't word anymore. There's no consequence to uh, <laughs> to the canon of Marvel, but I think this is canon because it's just as Connie says, it's what they do on a Monday. They just pop into the negative zone, do a little thing, see a little guy get in a suit and, and bugger off back home for a sandwich. And I just think the way it was done was actually really well put together. Um, c- c- clever in a simple kind of way, because again, it, it doesn't need to be anything over elaborate. It's really good. Art's fantastic, you can't fault that art. Like I, I don't, you know, and I'm not a big fan. I've said to you before with Alex Ross, as fantastic as he is, the painted stuff for Kingdom Come and, and the like I find th- it's just not dynamic enough. Where I don't know if it's just him being slightly different or else the fact he uses his pencils instead of painting, it definitely looks more dynamic for me in this. Um, but everyone does look they they all look lovely. They, every every character looks great as you mentioned, Shane, about proportions and things like that. Like they're just drawn really really well. Attention to detail details fantastic. So yeah, um, I'm a big I'm a big fan. I read this a lot. But the story is simple, and as Scott had mentioned, I'm not going to be selling this to anyone for the story. It's the art. For any art snobs, like Scott saying, I don't know any, but if, if they're out there, I'll be like, this book, it's a cool story, but it looks fantastic. So I'm going to go with Scott and give it a 7.5 as well. Oh, so yeah, um, we have a few scores in. Um, Scott, it's do you have them quite all? I
2: habit that I score feels books higher than he does. Yeah. Have we noticed yeah. this? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, but this time, around, I haven't read any of my books yet, Whereas in previous years, I've read them all, knowing that they should score high. <laughs> you know, so I'm going in blind myself. So it's like sometimes some books don't live up to my expectations. You know, um, Scott, sorry, do you say you have them all down?
0: Yeah, all got right. them all down.
1: All right, okay. So Kevin has said 8.5, definitely his favorite, Alex Ross book um connie has went with a 7.5 thanks doesn't say why but uh yeah uh liam art is an easy 10. Sorry, think a seven and that averages out at 8.5 but it's phil's choice so it's a two (laughs) we're going to give you an (laughs) 8.5 thanks very much um that's that's groundbreaking here in the nerd yeah Um, well done uh, Martin has sent for his first uh, Fantastic Four book. I enjoyed it. The Silver Age 5 was great, and the art was amazing, as always. It's a 7.5 from him. And Sam Taylor um, has given it a 8.5 as well. The art was fantastic, and a nice enjoyable story. And that's it. It was, it was a nice, enjoyable story. That's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. Nothing groundbreaking. Just nice and good. Right. Okay. So yeah, then, up, Scott, what's, what's the herd's average?
0: So the herd's average come to 8.1. Ooh.
1: And that together with uh, my 7.5, your 7.5, and Shane's 8.5, we get
0: 7.9.
1: So nice, 7.9. I think that might uh, knock one of uh, Shane's uh, books off the top 10. Let's just double check where it comes on a leaderboard. Oh, it's my home book. Oh,
0: (laughs) oh well, that doesn't really (laughs) matter.
1: So, yeah, so 7.9, that goes in third. Third. Yeah, see, I, that's my plan all along is to get as many books as I can in the top 10. So, now I have three currently. One. That's not. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. So, doing well. Doing well. I so, yeah. only have one in the top 10.
0: <laughs> <most price>. uh, <laughs> two for me. <laughs> doing well. Doing well.
1: Well, if you want to see where the rest of Shane's books are, here's the rest. Uh-huh. <laughs> the... <laughs> 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 They're all in there. <laughs> so in there. Wow. But yeah, that, uh, that's fantastic for full circle, folks. It uh, was quite enjoyable. Enjoyed that. Um, but that's not all for this week um, on the Nerd Herd. We have a few things coming up uh, tomorrow night. We have Kev, let's draw along, how to draw the thing. that would be interesting because that looks really cool. It looks and, very uh, cool. after being on Pete's channel on Monday night, was it, where we done the, the, the Art Attack thing, I am now yeah. want to draw more. So nice. if you're like me, watch Kev's draw-alongs and just try to draw more and better, because he'll, he'll teach you how to do that. So that is tomorrow at 7 p.m., Scott, if I'm
0: correct, is that right? Yep, 7, 7 p.m., PM yeah.
1: And then on Friday, if you want more of me, and you want more of Scott, but not Shane. Uh, Less of me. <laughs> <friends with> Shane, <laughs> uh, Friday night, um, have I given a time? I can't remember. 8 or 8.30, I can't remember, sorry. Um, uh, We have What's All the Only Fuss About?, uh, so will be Scott and I, along with Rich from Comic Versus the World, we'll be talking about pickups, reads, what's coming out, all that good stuff, having a bit of, bit of fun, a bit of crack. So join us for that on your Friday evening. I think what else would you rather be doing? Yeah. And then going, of course, to next week's read to see what we've got coming up. So take it away, Scott. What have we got coming
0: up? This is my pick for this wave. It's a book that I really enjoyed. It's called King of Spies, published by Image in 2021, uh, written by Mark Millar. Uh, and, yeah, Shane, this may uh, scratch an itch of yours because this is a five-issue, one-and-done book.
1: Nice. Awesome. Um, you so, start, middle, and
0: end? Yeah, start, middle, <laughs> that's and that's, that's end. All, that's all he
1: wants. Great.
0: We, yeah, really cool story. Uh, King of Spies. Uh, get it ready, guys. Get it read and
1: join in next week. It's going to be a good bit of fun reading this one. I'm looking forward to that. I heard, heard a lot of good, positive things about it, so that should be good. Um, That's next week. So there's only one more thing to do this week. Am I right, Scott? Shane, there's nothing else I'm missing. I'm fully professional here this week. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's get your website. <laughs> Bye. See ya.
0: Bye. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Love you. (laughs)